If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Ghost Maps Entry 1 Jalan Kayu Desmond fiddles with his crucifix as he orders a copio, almost like a security blanket. He looks around nervously as I place my recorder on the table. I ask him if he's alright three times before he looks at me with a lost look on his face. He apologizes and says it's fine. Says he's just nervous. That's all. I'm apparently the first person he's talked to about this incident outside of my contact, Father Aloysius. I've known Aloysius for years, back when I did this even more regularly than I do now. He's a man who has many stories, but this one is in his to tell. This is Desmond's. Scorpio arrives and he stirs it absently. I assure him that it's alright, that he could tell me where the incident happened. He tells me he lives in Jalankayu, but he's not sure if that's where things started. Tell me where it started then, I say, as soothingly as I can manage. His friends had invited him and his wife, Melissa, out for drinks at a bar in Sembawang. It was in a lesser developed area, so they had to drive to get there. That, he assures me suddenly, is how he knows he wasn't drunk when the incident happened. I remind him that I'm not someone who's prone to skepticism about these sorts of things. He nods slowly. He clearly doesn't believe me yet. But he continues. He says that the drive to and fro was through an area with lots of trees and only a simple dirt road. He got lost a couple times, ended up at some small construction site or at a dead end. But eventually, they found a bar. This was at around 7.30. They had dinner, one or maybe two drinks, hung out for a while, then headed home at around 10.30. On the drive back, he noticed how the dirt path was barely lit. They got a little lost again. At one point, they heard a scratching noise from the roof of their car. They assumed it was low-hanging branches. Eventually, they made it out and were on the expressway back to their place. Their home was a more-than-modest landed property. On either side, a row of bushes and trees as tall as the house. 
on the sloping driveway was Desmond's basketball. As the gate opened, Desmond noticed a rustling in the bushes on the left of the house. He laughs. He remembers, clearly joking Melissa, how weird it would be if their dog Max came running out from somewhere else. But as the gate closed, Max walked slowly out of their front door. Desmond and Melissa were a little freaked out, but reasoned that it was maybe an animal from somewhere around the neighborhood. Stray cat, dog, even a snake. This was Jalan Kayu, after all. Melissa made her way into the house, googling the number for animal control. And that's when Desmond caught a whiff of Frenchie Penny. He broke from his story for a moment to tell me that he doesn't normally believe in this sort of thing. He tells me he's Catholic and he knew all about possessions, exorcisms, but this Frangie Penny thing, he says, is so... Kampong, I suggest. He nods, slowly. He continues with this story. He didn't say anything to Melissa. He didn't see a need to. It was just a flowery smell, that's, that's all. Strange, sure, but nothing to be alarmed about. That was until he saw his basketball slowly roll up the driveway slope. He tried not to panic, but that was when the rustling got louder, almost as if whatever was in there could sense his fear. Desmond ran into the house and shut the door. He told Melissa to stop calling animal control and start calling Father Aloysius. Why a priest? she asked him. But he could tell that she knew. She only asked because she hoped that he'd say it was a joke or that he misspoke. Just call him, he said. Desmond starts saying the rosary. When Melissa's done with the call, she joins him. He takes a sip of his copio, the first one he's taken since his drink arrived. The funny thing is, he says to me, that he never expected that something like this would happen to someone like him. Tells me that he's a good Catholic, not, not just a name. He doesn't just go to church, he says. He also doesn't gossip about the other parishioners. He tries to lead his life by the words of the Bible. But even then, even after 28 years of being a good Catholic, somehow, this still happened to him. He stares off into the distance for a while. And Father Aloysius, he says suddenly, Father Aloysius arrived at Desmond and Melissa's 20 minutes later. Desmond had always gone to the Immaculate Heart of Mary Church since he was a kid and even after he had moved out of the Serangoon area. So the old priest was a familiar face. Father Aloysius, Desmond stresses to me, looked perfectly calm, even after he had told them what had happened. The priest headed to the bushes where the rustling was. He started saying prayers in Latin, splashing holy water into the bushes. The priest's prayers got louder and louder, and with each line it seemed like whatever was in those bushes was going to leap out and tear Loisius apart. But the old priest wouldn't move, wouldn't flinch. His expression, Desmond tells me, was exactly the same as when he arrived. Calm, 
light. But his voice. Just like that it was done. No more rustling. No more snarling. Father Aloysius asked if he could have some tea. Melissa ran to the kitchen to make him a cup. The priest calmly told Desmond that he'll need to say a full decade of the rosary every day for at least a month. He smiled genially and also told him that he should be careful where he goes and what he picks up. Because you can never be too sure what still lurks around Singapore, I say. Desmond looks at me stunned. He tells me that's exactly what the priest said to him. I simply smile. Desmond stares off into the distance again, fiddling with his crucifix. I realize now that's not that it's a safety blanket for him. Not anymore. All that fiddling with the item is him trying to come to grasp with the part of his faith he had very little understanding or knowledge of. I tell him that I have all I need and turn off my recorder. I thank him and he mumbles something in response. As I'm about to leave, I decided to do the man a favor. Hey, talk to Aloysius about this, I tell him. The old man can help you beyond these simple instructions. How do you know that? How could you possibly know what I'm going through? He asks, not defensively, but, but almost hopelessly. And I tell him that I went through something similar when I was younger. And Aloysius helped me. He looks at me for a moment and sees some truth in my words. He thanks me, his voice a little steadier than before. And I finally leave. If you want to discover more of Southeast Asia's other side, subscribe now. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.